0: Welcome to the Umentor Talk Show with a special edition this week for the Umoja Games 2019. We have brother Hassan Ali on the line with us right now. Um, he is the executive team leader and one of the Umoja Games branch leads. Uh, but before we begin the show today, we would just like to share this little clip with you. Brother Hassan and Ali, how are you today?
1: I'm well, I'm well. How about you?
0: I'm doing well too. Thank you. Are you excited for the upcoming games?
1: Excited, anxious, worried, (laughs) stressed, all of those.
0: (laughs) How long have you guys been putting everything together for?
1: Um, We started in December. With the invitation letter, the registration, the rules, all of those, putting those components together, starting yeah. then.
0: How long does it usually take from the start of you know discussing how to how to set up the games to actually getting to the point of actually setting up the games?
1: Um, normally, we after the games every year we take maybe a one one and a half month hiatus and then we start mm-hmm. getting, getting into it just initial discussions um and then uh if we need any rule changes or anything else any other changes like uh, for example this past year we from last year to this year we've we had to adjust one of the girls category age group
0: mm-hmm. from a
1: ua to a u10 based on our age distribution so it takes a few, a few months um so i would say probably start around late October, early November with initial discussions. And then we make sure that um, a few, uh, at least you know, six months or so, we have read the registration and the invitation let ready and open. So people it probably takes about eight, nine months together.
0: Mm-hmm. And this is such a huge event. Yes. Can you tell us a bit about how many people actually attend?
1: Um, So we are probably projecting for this year, uh, probably close to, you know, 2,000 or so. Um, You know, this year we've uh, set a record on our participation numbers um, at 855 or 860 thereabouts um, participants, um, which means we're looking at somewhere between, you know, 2,000 to 2,500 um guess total wow. guess
0: mm-hmm.
1: um coming so so it's gonna it's it's gonna be a massive massive event
0: yeah you can only imagine
1: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> how long has uh so how many games have been played in the past what like
1: so this this would be i believe the um seventh mm-hmm. if i'm not mistaken um, so we started in twenty twelve in New York. Um, twenty thirteen was in Orlando. Uh, twenty fourteen Allentown. Twenty fifteen in Toronto. Uh, twenty sixteen was back in New York. Uh, Chicago in twenty seventeen. Twenty eighteen Detroit. So this would be the eighth, eighth edition of okay. the Emoji Games.
0: Um, and over those eight years, uh, how has it developed in terms of? Getting everything set up—has it become easier, or do you face new challenges every time?
1: I think every year, you know, brings in their own challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you look at the first year, uh, it was only one division, men's only. There was six or eight teams or so, um, and so it was a very small tournament. And um, then, then the year after, again, it was men's only in Orlando. Maybe it was a little bit bigger. Um, but then, in Allentown is kind of where kind of we started o- opening up to more categories. Um, we had a, the women 's as well mm-hmm. and every year brings a different challenge um, some years it 's facilities so for in Toronto, we had problems with the fields um, in uh, new york it was it was it was more of the travel and the distance between the hotel and the fields so mm-hmm. every year has its own little challenges that uh, brings a new kink so in some regards, it has become easier. In some regards, it's become a little bit harder.
0: What has been the biggest challenge this year, getting everything together?
1: Um, for us, it, it was, uh, a lot of it had to do with, um, you know, retaining the participation, participation numbers. Last year, we mm-hmm. had a huge number. Um, and and this, year, this year, the challenge was, how can, we, how can we, you know, maintain that because we haven't changed location. Mm-hmm. Um, and and as well as be sustainable in in the growth and new community penetrating new communities and all those things, so I would say probably the big one of the biggest challenges was on the um, outreach and you know registration side and participation yeah. numbers, and that's where we put a lot of focus on. And alhamdulillah, we we got the results we were looking for, even though it kind of at times looked a little bit bleak.
0: And this year, there's a record number of different mosques attending.
1: Yeah, um, that is correct, and that and that kind of goes towards. Um, all the outreach efforts that we did, Mm -hmm. um, and the outreach team, um, put together, uh, they did a great job of Mm -hmm. kind of penetrating different communities. And, you know, even if they don't have enough, like enough for a team, there's one, two players from each community. And so put together and then that grows. So it's one, two communities this year, one, two players from that community this year, it grows into half a team or a full team, Mm -hmm. um, the the next year, the following year after that. So it's kind of like building growth and sustainability.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, is it hard to break into those communities?
1: It, it, it becomes its own challenge, that, that is right, um, at times, because, you know, um, sometimes you, you, you would think to go to the mosque first. And sometimes mm-hmm. the mosque and, you know, the, the grassroots players are not really um, connected uh, directly. So you, you kind of have to go like find the next contact. So you go mm-hmm. like for example the chair, the chairman of the center or the president of the center, and they and they say oh we're not interested. It's like okay fine passes you know the youth leader or uh, community leader, and you go to the next person, and you kind of have to go through different people and stay with those people, and try to find the next contact, the next until you find the contact you need and and get uh, and get the results you want and and find the players.
0: Okay. Um, so in terms of uh, the Emoji Games 2019, what are you looking forward to the most this year?
1: I think for me is the di- diversity in the participation, not only mm-hmm. based on ethnicity, but also in terms of age. I mean, if you look at some of the numbers, um, in terms of just the team numbers itself, it's very balanced across the board. Like, yes, mm-hmm. the men's, no, typically the men's category has... The most teams, and yes, that is true for this year. They have twelve, but like U twelve has eleven, so they're right on their tail. Like it's not uh, top heavy with the men's; it's kind of balanced across the boards. And we got to we per- passed our results, our our team numbers from last year, but but this time kind of staying balanced across the board. And and mm-hmm. that and that's the that's one thing I'm looking forward to the competition. Um, and, and that diversity in terms of age as well as uh, ethnicity and nationality
0: yeah It sounds like uh, there's so many people that come together and there's so many different ages. How does the ages work like do do you find that everyone gets along?
1: yeah it's 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 interesting actually. you see like different um Dynamics, depending on the age group, like mm-hmm. um, for example, you know the u sixteen they 're kind of like within their own, they're teenagers and yeah. and, and it's kind of that dynamic, um, but then, if you look at the over thirty fives they just you know in, enjoy amongst everybody right it's just it, yeah. it's competition, but trying to have fun at the same time they they do what they kind of call in, in like Gujarati or Swahili baraza which is just loitering mm-hmm. and and sitting and talking kind of thing, so they, they they try to have a lot of fun as well as try to compete. So it's, it's interesting the different dynamics amongst the different age groups like the kids try to get along with each other they play together yeah um, some of these guys you know played for a long time over the years so uh they know each other and they've played over different emoji games so they they kind of know their friend on the other side or, mm-hmm. or whatnot
0: and do you find that it's hard to balance the competitiveness with the fun
1: um in, in what sense what do you mean?
0: So does it become hard to in terms of making sure everyone's having fun but also making sure that the games are professional and they're still you know right, there's right. that
1: yeah there, it, it is a very fine line and um, sometimes we struggle with it as the organizing team and, and the team mm-hmm. putting together the games um, and like for example last year there wasn't was a there was, an, there was a situation where you know the team showed up, 2 3 minutes after the deadline the the mercy time that they're given um, to a to a quarter game and so we had to disqualify them but it kind of disheartened them and it disheartens you to see they're not they they've been you know hurt based on that but at the same time the rule is the rule and so you try to ha- find the that try to find the fine line between giving everyone the great, like the, a really great experience. Mm-hmm. At the same time, keeping it professional, making sure that the, the tournament is is organized and run the way it has to be run.
0: So a note for everyone who is playing this year, do not come late. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> what do you think is going to be the most special thing about um, the emoji Games this year?
1: I've it, I, I, I made this point a, a number of times Or ready yeah. but um it's going to it's going to the just seeing the the wide diversity just seeing the mm-hmm. wide spectrum of different people from mm-hmm. different walks of life different stories their different stories that brought them to that to the yeah. games the different nationalities different all these different diverse yeah. you know aspects to that that's going to be um what what's going to kind of make make uh, it it worth all the effort
0: mm-hmm. okay so moving on um, in terms of what happens before the actual games, I think a lot of times we'll look at the games and be like, "Oh, this is it," you know. But what really goes on behind the scenes, um, from captain's perspectives, from um, you know, you you were a former captain, and from the perspectives of everyone else who is volunteering and helping out.
1: So, um, from from I'll start with the captain's perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, when I used to captain like the captain team, um, it was a lot of you know, uh, or like uh, trying to, you know, be on people's cases. Can you come? Can you not come? Trying Mm -hmm. to fill out a roster, Um, the struggle of, you know, uh, getting everyone's jersey, getting everyone organized. And then on top of that, you know, uh, getting practices organized so that, you know, the chemistry gels together so that, you know, you peak at the right time. So there's a lot of effort. And and I, I commend all the coaches and captains that we have um, and they're, and they're doing some great work and, and we really appreciate mm-hmm. them. Um, and then from an organizing perspective, it's a lot of, you know, meetings and calls and spreadsheets and, and discussion. And, you know, sometimes it turns mm-hmm. into arguments, but everyone's just trying to, you know, put on the best effort and put on the best. Um, and make tournament. it all work. And so mm-hmm and make it all work exactly so if you know we have we have disagreements and 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 heated our and heated discussions and stuff like that but everyone just just everyone wants what's best and and it's a lot of late nights and long like um trying to trying to make everything work so it, it it's it's a tremendous you know amount of work but mm-hmm. it brings you tremendous amount of pride and you know success and 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 good feeling when you see it all come to fruition and you see everyone enjoying at the tournament
0: now there's a lot of um training involved so do you necessarily have to be someone who has um, experience playing soccer or can you come as a new player and just be trained and then play and ready
1: so there's yeah the the simple answer is yeah you can just come on and join and um you know the coaches and captains. They work together. They mm-hmm. work the players and and try to see where the best fit is on the field. Um, the long answer is really that that's the reason why we we put this together. Um, the and so we have one of the other branches, the U, U Academy or the Emoji Academy, mm-hmm. in different cities, and that's kind of where we put that together because there are a lot of kids who. Not sure if they have know if they can play or not, but they want to try, and so they would come out. They come out to those weekly sessions Mm -hmm. over the over the year to to train with our coaches and to develop that passion for soccer. And at the tournament, it comes all to fruition.
0: Yeah. Um. So you said that in the second year of playing the games, I think the third year, um, women and girls were. Uh, incorporated into the games what's the recipe behind emojis success and getting them involved
1: so a lot of times you know we understand that um you know we focus our communities focus on sports and and the male gender Mm -hmm. right um a lot of activities but for us it was about okay what is what are the blockers and how what what can we do to mitigate them and so if it's about you know creating a, a comfortable environment we do that we we mm-hmm. we have these um fields we put up fields and we you know uh curtain them off um or we make sure they're very private so that you know mm-hmm. women can play in that in that comfort right um mm-hmm. and and that's kind of been our recipe like if you if if i think back to um one of the first well, the second year sorry that well, we did the women's um in new york uh we had to we curtain off um like essentially two football field size, um, facility. Right. So you can see how, how massive that is just on tarps. And so it, we put in all that effort. Why? Because we want to encourage the female and, and the women, uh, the girls and women of, of our communities Mm -hmm. to come play, you know, explore that talent that they Mm -hmm. have. And, and Alhamdulillah, that's kind of, um, we started from a grassroots effort and it's, and it's, and it's flourished. and, and, And we really, uh, we we really love the success that we've had there. It
0: continues to grow.
1: Exactly yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, how many players uh, from each teams do you have this year? Uh,
1: in in, in all years. categories.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, it, it's hard to gauge. So you know, we have um, in previous years we've done different formats, uh, mm-hmm. like seven aside for some categories, six aside for you know some of the younger categories, mm-hmm. and, and eight aside for the men's. Um, this year, all of the tournaments or all the categories are going to be eight aside, so seven and a goalie. Okay. Um, so I would say probably you would average out across – some some teams have more, some teams have less, um, about 12, 11, 12 or so per team, um, and uh, to a maximum of 16, because 16 is the maximum roster size you can have.
0: Yeah. And so I would many- say
1: probably, yeah around 11 to 12.
0: Okay. Um, And so in terms of the teams, what does it look like uh, in terms of diversity? I know we spoke a little bit about, you know, how diverse it is, but what does it really look like?
1: Um, So we have, um, uh, like, we have 65 teams. Mm -hmm. um, And, you know, you have obviously 12 in the men's. Right, eleven and U twelve, but mm-hmm. then every every other division has about seven or eight um, teams in each category. The girls have uh, in the U fourteen, we have five teams, and in the U ten, we have six. Mm-hmm. So it's all about even across the board, plus or minus one or two, okay. um, which which really spreads across the numbers, and and th- that's why I feel like it's it's di- like it's diverse in that regard too, mm-hmm. in age group as well. Yeah, yeah. And It's not top heavy on the men's side.
0: Mm-hmm that's that's really good that's really cool um seeing where it started and where it's come to Um, exactly yes what's the biggest challenges in the games
1: um one of the biggest challenges is is the schedule Mm -hmm. making sure everything's on time um and and that's and that's been a real real challenge and you know we try to get better every 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 year make things efficient and uh, make sure our scheduling is on on point Mm -hmm. um one of the other challenges is how can we better market our product, um, on, you know, social media on even just, you know, in-person experience and, 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 those things, because that's kind of where our growth will come from and where our sustainability will come from as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if, you know, if a player has a great time, if a family has a great time, then they will always want to come back no matter where we put the tournament, um. And so, so that's, that's one of the biggest challenges. So how can we do better in, like interviews? How can we you know, market the games better on yeah. social media and all those things? Making sure that you know, people who it's like, I'm not coming this year, feel that they're missing out, have that sense mm-hmm. of FOMO in there. You're
0: like, oh, I wish I, I wish I went that year.
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what's the most memorable thing from last year's games that you really enjoyed?
1: um most memorable that's a that's a tough question there's a lot of different um, memories i had um some good some bad yeah. um it's i seeing seeing um what i what i loved is you know i saw a lot of in some of the different categories i saw a lot of uh you know underdogs mm-hmm. beating the, the favorites right um to to for the championship i if i if i think back you know the u16 u12 those two kind of specifically come in mind in that set, in in that sense that you know those teams that were under the, the winners were actually the underdogs going in um but they came out on top and 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 the the hard work and and um effort that goes into winning mm-hmm. um is, is kind of what sticks with me when, when I look across, when I think back to different tournaments. As well, you know, we had, we had a diverse, you know, participation base last year too. So a lot of that was, um, was uh, very, you know, pleasing and kind of memorable at the same time too.
0: Mm-hmm. Are there moments where you feel you just can't do it and you need a break?
1: yeah uh, a lot of times actually um you know when uh just this, actually just this past week you know when the registration deadline is is coming to to an end, and you know you have three four hundred people trying to register, and you have so I was like i'm on my laptop, I'm trying to work on the schedule, <laughs> and then there's just messages coming from here and there, different groups and different um emails and stuff like that um oh I'm having this tr- this trouble that trouble and whatnot and um it's kind of it's kind of, and trying to maintain the website, it kind of gets stressful and you're like, I can't do this anymore. And Mm -hmm. just, you know, throw away the thing, your laptop or or your phone or whatnot.
0: (laughs) What Um, keeps you going?
1: You know, uh, a deep breath, (laughs) as well (laughs) as, uh, you know, just thinking about the bigger picture, right? Mm -hmm. At that moment, you know, you're kind of annoyed at all these people who are like last minute and stuff like that. But at the same time, you want to, you, you want to, you, you're thinking about what it's going to look like at the end, what's at the end of the road. The end of the road is, you know, great tournament, everyone, you know, laughing and smiling mm-hmm. and, and having a lot of fun. Right. And so, and so d- for me, delivering that, that's my end goal. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and having that sense of, you know, success and, you know, pride for, for, for helping putting that all together. That's kind of, you know where that's what keeps me going that gives me strength everyone's you know happiness and 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 enjoyment
0: did you play last year i did yeah barely Uh (laughs) (laughs) what was your favorite part of your game
1: um to be honest with you our team didn't really do well um so i'm not sure if i have a favorite part from last year Mm-hmm. um but i would say this it kind of gave me a little bit of a realization that you know sometimes it's harder to play and and uh organize and at the same time yeah um so th- that gives me a better appreciation of all the different volunteers who are also playing at the same time too because we put mm-hmm. a lot on them and they and they deliver for us you know greatly and um so and and that takes away that energy that they need for their game so so it kind of gives me that appreciation there was like there was like this one game where I felt like I was running in slow motion. (laughs) So, um, so, so, so that was uh, that, that was that, you know, memorable realization for me Um, and just making sure I appreciate our volunteers. Um, They're, they're, they've been great for us over the years.
0: Did you score any goals?
1: I scored back in Toronto in 2015. Mm -hmm. I still remember that goal pretty, you know, intently it was i believe the quarterfinal game if i'm not mistaken Mm -hmm. and um it was a it was like a strike from like uh 15 20 yards out um it's pretty cool uh it's probably my first and only goal i've scored (laughs) so (laughs) um clearly clearly i need some the u academy training
0: (laughs) are you going to be playing this year
1: um i've I've signed up as, you know, a free agent or whatnot. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not exactly sure, to be honest with you. It it goes back to kind of that realization I had last year that um, that I don't know if I have the energy. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And it could be too much. Although, you know, playing at the same time kind of takes your mind off of all the stresses of organizing and putting everything together. So Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. Let's see. Um, The next week or two, we'll probably tell.
0: I'm sure everyone would want to come and see you score your second goal this year. So. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully, let's see. Uh, um, so before we come to the end of our show, uh, is there any last things you want to tell us about this year's games?
1: Um, it's going to be, it's going to be a, the best one um, in terms of competition, in mm-hmm. terms of experience, in terms of, you know, um, it just just in terms of size as well. It's just going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be really great. I'm really looking forward to everybody um, coming to to Dearborn, Detroit, um, in in a few weeks. And I wish everyone the best and travel safe. And uh, see you there.
0: And you can catch me bouncing around asking everyone questions. So
1: yes, <laughs>
0: <laughs> we will also be there. Um, thank you so much, Ali, for your great insight into what it takes to really prepare for such a huge game and all the stress and all the tears and all the laughter that comes along with it.
1: Thank you, thank you for having me.
0: Uh, We just had the draw to Emoji Games 2019. All the teams will now ramp up their preps. From an Emoji side, we are excited to bring the largest Emoji Games yet. With over 50 mosques and community centers joining, we'll make new friends, rekindle old, and above all, enjoy playing together. Uh, Before we completely say goodbye, we would like to give you a little clip from our players last year and what they had to say. I've been asked to say a few words about Omoja and I think this is a, an amazing tournament, amazing opportunity for brothers and sisters of the same faith to get together and alhamdulillah play in competitive soccer which is incredible. It helps build you know, brotherhood and togetherness. Hi, my name is Sajad and
1: I really like soccer. So I'm coming to these games to watch cool new tricks that I can learn and during my games.
0: Oh, it's amazing. It's, it's, it's so good for the kids and for the parents and the families and the kids just gain so much confidence and they meet people from all over North America, all over the world, and they stay in touch after that and it just organized so well.
1: Every year I come watch my brothers play soccer, but this year I got a chance to play myself on the team. We have people from all over the world coming in and and sharing sharing this uh, joyful moment. Uh, There's wins, there's loses. Uh, Boys are happy, boys are sad, but at the end, we're all coming in as a winning. Uh, We all win because we are a community. We're coming together and we're meeting each other and and we're we're learning from each other. Uh, I hope everybody enjoys it as, as much as I did.
0: Thank you for listening to this special edition of the you Mentor Talk Show with Brother Hassan and Aliwali. And we look forward to seeing everyone at the Games this year in Detroit.